What it do, baby? Yeah, you already know. What it do, baby? What it do, Clipper Nation? Welcome back to Shoot the Trey. I'm, of course, your host, Trey Gamble, and we are back with episode 26 tonight. We are in Tampa Bay, Florida, taking on the Raptors. And before we get into any of our segments, let's get into our question of the day. And if you guys don't follow me on Twitter, it is at Trey, L-A-C underscore. That is T-R-E-Y-L-A-C underscore. I like Twitter Clipper games, um, especially ones like tonight. Uh, coming off of a game where I couldn't live tweet it, um, the next game at home, of course, is the one I'm talking about. I was unable to really watch that game um, live, so I couldn't live tweet it but because um, I was working. But uh, I was able to watch it a little bit after um, I got off work, um, but I didn't make a pot about it because you know I didn't really feel like watching it live, and you guys already knew what went down with that game. But um, yeah, like I said, if you guys don't follow me on Twitter, it's at TreyLAC underscore. I really recommend you guys do that. Um, and, uh, I noticed, like, I don't know why I, I'm like this, but I don't, like, follow a lot of people. Um, there's, like, a lot of cool people that follow me that I don't follow back for some reason, so I've been trying to, you know, follow back as many people as possible. I don't know why I do that. I just, I low-key kind of forget to just follow people back, but I've been trying to, you know, return the favor and follow a ton of people back, but, um, if I don't follow you on Twitter, make sure you, like, DM me or at me or something, and I'll follow you back for sure. I love, you know, following a ton of, like, Clipper accounts. I've been trying to branch out and follow other Twitter accounts just so I can kind of get more of an inside scoop about other teams around the league. Because, obviously, you know, since being a Clipper fan, I don't really focus on a lot of other teams very uh, very often. So, you know, just kind of branch out a little bit, step out of the comfort zone a little bit, just follow other, you know, team accounts or whatever. So let's get into our question of the day. And um, this isn't really a question. Um, it's more of, like, a, you know, I'll just read it out. I said, quote, tweet this with your favorite NBA player right now and why. I'll start. And um, I posted a picture of Paul George because right now, as I am currently sitting here on May 11, 2021 at 7.17 p.m., Paul George is my favorite player. And um, my my reasoning is one of the most disrespected players in the league. It's so much fun rooting for someone who's constantly being memed. I want to see Paul George succeed more than any other player. And that's just facts, man. Like, along with Paul George being a superstar the amount of unnecessary hate and slander he gets just makes me want to love him even more. Um, and that's why I love him so much, man. It's just so many people on Twitter, NBA Twitter, you know, they come together just to slander, you know, a certain select amount of people or players rather. And Paul George is always at the top of the food chain when it comes to the slandering. So that's why I love Paul George so much. And of course, he plays for my favorite team. Um, I've always really liked Paul George and, you know, him playing for my favorite team really solidified that. And that's why he's at the top of my favorite players in the league. And I think some, if you're like an OG, you guys know I'm a huge Shea Gilchrist Alexander fan, but it's been really hard to, you know, keep up with so many teams. I try to watch as many hoops as possible. And the Thunder, the Thunder are fun to watch, man, but Shea hasn't played in so long. So I kind of low-key stopped watching the Thunder. Only the, the only real reason I would watch the Thunder is because of Shea, but I, want, I do want to give a shout-out to Ty Jerome, though. I really like watching Ty Jerome um, play, UVA legend, of course. Um, well, I love watching, you know, the white shooters play because it, it reminds me of myself, so I don't know. I don't know why I like that so much, but shout-out to Ty Jerome. So, yeah, um, I'm going to read some of the responses here. Um... And I added on, it was a small little thread. I said, with all the injuries this guy has gone through in 
to still be at this elite level is nuts, man. All NBA team, please and thank you. I think Paul George will make All NBA second team or at least All NBA third team. I definitely think he deserves it with him having such a career year, man. He's been so so good this season, having a career year shooting the ball, and he's just been really good on both ends, to be honest with you. So, and he's he's the second star on the third the third best team in the West. So, um, I really do think that um, warrants a spot on the. Uh, at least third All-NBA team, but I do think he should be on that second team. So that's just my opinion. Let's read off some of these replies. Um, at GTJX Flynn said, PG got me into ball, always going to be my favorite. Of course. Um, and Kyle at Big Bird 2240 said, I love him too. Um, and at Darnside Burns said, he's really good and I keep getting him cheap in fantasy. LOL. <laughs> that's funny. And we'll go to the quote tweets. Um, first one at Talon V7 posted a picture of Russell Westbrook and said, "Just a player that is always so fun to watch and root for. Also, a big reason I started watching basketball. And a lot of people love Russ, man. Uh, I love him as well. Shout out to Russ for getting the triple double record, all time triple double record, a record that some NBA legends thought that was good, was untouchable, set by the Big O, of course. But Shout out to Russ, man. 182 triple doubles, I believe, throughout his career, and only more to come. So big shout out to Russ. Big ups. Um, at Jake Won't Miss, post two pictures of Chris Paul. One of them is just a regular Chris Paul in his son's jersey. And the next one is uh, the famous Chris Paul, picture of Chris Paul in the Thunder uniform and the famous graphic of the Thunder having a .2 chance of making the playoffs this season. And I'm just going to put that out there that last season, I didn't tweet it, unfortunately, but I promise you I was saying this. Maybe I did tweet it at some point. I just don't remember. But last summer, I said, after the Thunder made the Chris Paul trade to land him, I was like, the Thunder are a playoff team, man. I don't know why everyone thinks they're going to be so bad, but I definitely said the Thunder were going to be a playoff team. What were they, like the fifth seed or something like that? There's just something crazy, um, crazy, crazy. They really exceeded expectations last season because a lot of people didn't know outside of Clipper Nation how good Shea was going to be, and Clipper Nation real ones knew how good Shea was going to be. Like It was so easy to tell. That Shea was going to be a superstar. Maybe not this quick, but he's been so, so good in all three years he's been in the league. Um, so, yeah. Uh, shout out to Shea and CP3, of course. That Thunder squad from last year was really good. Uh, pushed the Rockets to seven games, of course. And they almost pulled it out, man. Lou Dorr had that crazy 30-point game in the bubble. Uh, really good stuff from the Thunder. And at Alex underscore Raptors, um, he didn't post any pictures, but he's referencing uh, Pascal Siakam. He said, that explanation fits me for Pascal, too. So, really big ups to Pascal. I love me some Pascal Siakam. Um, I mean, there was always that thing going around that he had a really bad uh, playoff run, obviously. And a lot of that's because his offense, his skill set was pretty limited. So, really, uh, obviously, you know, the Raptors aren't making the playoffs this year. But um, I'd be curious to see, you know what uh, Pascal's next playoff run looks like. Uh, but I do like Pascal, man. He had a really good game. I think it was against the Lakers. Him and Kyle Lowry both destroyed the Lakers. It was a really good game. And, yeah, so let's get into our next segment. Uh, shout out to everyone who responded to the Kawhi Shin of the day. Really fun stuff. I've really been liking that segment so far. So let's get into our next segment. Going into tonight, Sir- Serge Ibaka is traveling with the team. And that, of course, is a really, really good sign. Uh, Ty Lue said before the game that the goal is to try to get Serge Ibaka some run in these final games. Not too sure how likely that is, but I mean, the fact that that's even within reaching distance is really, really good. 
Um, I had initial thoughts that Serge Ibaka might have not even be back until like the middle of the first round, or early second round. But um, everything is looking forward uh, to him possibly returning within the next few games. There's only three games left in the regular season. If tennis is insane. I don't even know what to say about that. But just the season has been flying by. Um, and it's, it's just been crazy, man. Um, so Pat Bev gets a start tonight as well. Um, the OG starting five is back intact. The OG playoff starting five from last season is finally back. Uh, Patrick Beverly didn't really do a whole lot tonight, and he's still kind of working his way back into the rotation, getting back into the swing of things. So I'm not really too worried about that, but hasn't really shot the ball well at all ever since he's come back. Excuse me. And uh, we had another really long-awaited uh, answer to one of our questions, uh, whether or not Serge or Zoo. Uh, would be the starter and we got our question answered today and to everyone's delight uh, Zubats will be starting uh, the remainder of the season when Surge comes back so really really good stuff uh, it'll be really interesting to see how long it takes Surge to adjust to Rondo um, and that whole bench lineup so we'll kind of see what goes on what goes down with that but I'm just looking forward to having Surge come back man for real so I uh, hope you get better soon big fella let's get into the game tonight um, pretty slow start for both sides. Just really, really sluggish. A lot of like bobbling of the ball. A lot of stupid turnovers. We'll get into that in a little bit. But the first like real move that really, really stood out to me was Zubat's footwork in that first quarter. Or pretty much the whole game. Zoo had a really, really nice game. Uh, he had a really weird like reverse finish. He I don't even remember like what went down, but I just remember he had a wild like reverse right-handed just weird scoop reverse finish it was so nice he made it uh, such a nice move right before he did that as well um this is a really good footwork from Zubats and his footwork has been so good all year pretty much and he quite literally finishes everything around the basket so um really good stuff from him Kawhi Leonard finally looking like himself again looking really healthy uh beating guys off the dribble he's being aggressive he's getting fouled getting to the line Got to the line a few times tonight. Really good stuff. He was finally looking like he was getting back in, into the, his groove, finding some mojo early in the game. And that carried on for the most of the game. Uh, he had a really nice stat line at the end of the game. Um, and I mentioned it earlier, a lot of turnovers, a lot of really, really bad turnovers, especially once the bench came in. I There were two, there were at least five what-the-fuck-was-that passes. Like, it, it some really, really sloppy passes tonight. And... You probably heard it from like other podcasts or even on my podcast as well. A lot of these past few games have been turnover, like turnovers everywhere. And tonight was no different. And tonight might have been the worst of those nights. Just some really bad, 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 unforced turnovers. Uh, Paul George, uh, really rough night for him tonight, um, especially early in the game. Just couldn't get anything going. He was like, he started out like one and nine or some shit. It was really bad. Um, he had a thing where he just starts floating again, and then he was in his own head, it felt like, because he threw a ton of shit passes. I mean, that was pretty much the whole team, but Paul George had a really, really bad night. And it sucks, because you really want to see him get some... You want him more than anyone to really get a nice rhythm going into the playoffs, but I'm not going to forget that run he had in April. I mean, what we've seen from him in April, uh, we know what Paul George is capable of and what he can do, so... I really do think, you know, these last three games will be a really nice opportunity. Or last, yeah, last three games will be a really nice opportunity for Paul to get into a rhythm. Just kind of put those, put these last three games in the back of his head and just, just move on. 
Uh, he had three fouls in the, with eight minutes left in the second, and he still stayed in. Um, obviously, you know, Ty wants to see, you know, what's going down with that lineup, see how they fit. Um, it was just a rough start for Paul George, um, but really, really good start for Kawhi. Uh, Kawhi had a really nice game tonight, a really nice all-around game. Um, Rondo was hitting his open threes, another really, really nice Rondo game. Um, yeah, he was hitting his open threes. He was like 3-3 three three from 3 tonight. Um, really nice stuff. Terrence Mann, one of the players of the games, to, one of the players of the games tonight, uh, he had a three immediately right when he checked in, and he assisted Kawhi. He had a nice like drive from the left side, dumped it down to Kawhi, and then he uh, got an and one. So uh, Terrence Mann had a really nice game tonight, and I think after tonight, man, he really should have some sort of consistent role in the playoffs. I don't think he should be like a situational guy. I definitely do think he's earned some of that stuff, and I think. You have to take minutes away from Reggie, man, for Terrence, because what Terrence brings you, man, is so unique and so unlike any other player on the Clips that I think, you know, it's you can't not give him minutes in the playoffs. You know, with the rim, running the lanes um, on the fast break, just that slasher that can really, he, he moves really well off the ball. Um, I just, his defense, he's a bit overrated at times, I feel like, but I mean, he has potential, but Terrence, man, he's a different breed, man. He's so, so, so good um, at what he does. He had 20 points tonight, man. Crazy. After been get, he's been getting deep in DMPs, him, Luke Kennard, you know, big stories uh, this season. But he's uh, he's been giving DMPs recently. Luke Kennard giving DMPs, of course. Um, and, you know, every time they've come in, man, they've come through. Um, Luke Kennard's had a fair share of out-of-body experiences. Terrence, man, has been really consistent. Coming off the bench, sometimes he's had some of those performances where he kind of just disappears. But uh, tonight was obviously not one of those nights for Terrence Mann. Just really, really good uh, game from Terrence tonight. Uh, Marcus Morris finally came around tonight. Uh, really good game for him. Really solid game. 14 points and two rebounds for him. Uh, he was 2-9 and nine on Sunday against the Knicks, and he started out in that first half 4-6. So uh, not a whole lot of shot attempts, um, but um, just anything – you got everything you asked uh, Mook to do um, tonight. So really good stuff from Mook in that first half. Um, and the Clippers uh, let uh, the Raptors go on a 13-4 run after being up by 17. The Raptors cut it to single digits. And the Clippers are really, really good at being bad at the end of quarters. So no difference tonight. I mean, that third quarter was a bit different. Uh, they were really good at the end of the third. But the end of that, to end that half, the Clippers were really bad. And let's transition into our next segment, Halftime Thoughts. Clippers had seven really bad turnovers, pretty much just unforced turnovers, losing the ball. I remember Reggie on the fast break. We had the numbers in transition, and he just lost the ball and straight out of bounds. Paul George was really bad in that first half. I couldn't recall anything he did in that first. Um, let's get into the second half. Marcus Morris got a little bit shaken up. He looks like he got hit in the face or the shoulder. I mean, he might have re-aggravated that, re-aggravated that shoulder, but I wasn't really too sure what happened. It looked like he got hit in the face. On that, uh, I think it was Gary Trent Jr. Uh, layup and transition. Uh, I think he ended up missing it as well. But uh, Marcus Morris and Gary Trent Jr. were both a little bit shaken up. But Marcus Morris came back in. Uh, Gary Trent Jr. I'm pretty sure came back in as well or stayed in or whatever. I remember Mook checked out right after the play. But uh, he ended up coming back in. He, he seemed fine. Um, Kawhi Leonard continued to be really good and aggressive and looking healthy. Um, that looked like that left-handed wasn't really much of an issue tonight. I didn't really notice him, you know, grimacing at it or anything or trying to t tend to it or whatever. I don't know if he was wearing that glove um, on the bench. I didn't really uh, pay attention to that. But 
didn't really notice anything too crazy uh, injury-wise from, from Kawhi, which is really good at this point of the season. Excuse me, obviously. Uh, Paul George finally came to life in the third. He had a nice little uh, few sequences that went down. He had that nice uh, lay and transition falling away from the uh, falling into the onto the baseline. He took that charge, then he had that nice pull up three and transition. So, um, you know, uh, really good stuff from Paul George in that third quarter. Um, Terrence Mann continues to be really good in that second half. He fills the lane so well in transition, back to back slams, and we enter garbage time where Jay Scrub. Finally makes his long-awaited NBA debut. Uh, he looked like a guy who hasn't played basketball in a while, rightfully so. Obviously, you know, if you guys don't know, he had foot surgery right before the season started, holding him out until now. And he was good to go for the next game, but the, the game was too close for him to get any run. But um, he didn't really do much tonight, obviously. I mean, he had a couple of shot attempts, but I think a majority of them were blocked. He's, he's, he can really jump, man. He can get out the gym uh, with his leaping ability. Um, the Clippers defeat the Raptors 115-96, to take care of business. Kawhi Leonard, 27-5 and 2 steals. Terrence Mann, 20 points, 2 assists. Zubots, 18-10 and 3. Paul George, 16-4-4-1 and 1 block. Marcus Morris at 14-2 and Rondo, 11-2, 4 assists and a steal. So if you guys did enjoy the pod, make sure you guys do follow me on Twitter at TreyLAC underscore. That is T-R-E-Y-L-A-C underscore. I really, really appreciate it. Thank you guys for tuning in, and I'll see you guys in the next one. Peace.